Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We're back, baby. It's the daily straw. Pitch free throws because they're free. Fisher Disciples, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Kreider. It's Wednesday. It's July 12th. It's a birthday of one of our homies. We, you know, we don't do many shout outs on this. We always do shout outs on our Best of Believe show. Uh, shout out to Pistachio Gods, does the intro uh, beat for our intro on our podcast. Check that out anywhere you get your podcast, uh, Spotify, Apple. Does the intro beat for that uh, with his song, Leaving Babies. In the car, uh, an absolute banger to say the least. Uh, it is his birthday. He turns twenty nine today. This is, so this sh- is his Schmidt year. Were you about to say that? You're about to say his Schmidt year? No, I wasn't. Mm. But thank you for de- it's being his rusty on- his rusty Greer year as well. <laughs> thank you for being on the ball uh, for for number twenty nine. Uh, he, he's having his birthday party either Friday or Saturday. Nobody knows. Uh, we're doing karaoke, so nobody knows. I thought yeah. it was Saturday. No, no, no. I thought it's it was Friday. Saturday. It's, it's now it's Friday, Friday now. Oh, well, let's ooh. can we let's let's air this out here. Go so, for it. So birthday gets planned for someone, and yes. not by him, which is completely normal. Happens all the time. No, kind of by him. Okay. Well, to me, I get a text from Josh. Yeah. We get Josh puts a bunch of our friends in a group text, and basically what he's saying is, you know, this guy, pistachio gods will wants to uh, have his birthday party wants to do karaoke we're gonna do it saturday night so like it if you're in if you and your significant other is in heart it excellent communication by josh put it together it looked really really great i was like i know exactly what this is i don't know the event i don't know where we're going yet but i know what we're doing and i know when it is i know exactly who's going to be there and then you know we we make decisions we either heart it we like it we leave the group text which i appreciate multiple people did and then, then I get another text from the guy, and it's like, "Are you gone? Are you coming Friday night to this karaoke thing?" And I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait. what's?" Going I didn't even on know. He didn't, I didn't get a text from him. So, so my question. So to I guess you if, guys, you, if you didn't get a text, then you shouldn't know that I'd be just showing up on Saturday. Well, exactly. you would be, but here's, I'll, yeah, that's to where I come into the mix is my girlfriend and Pistachio God's girlfriends are best friends, so I hear the two of them on the phone. I hear Pistachio's God's girlfriend not frazzled, but like talking about it. And I go, Hey, do you want me to, I offer up. I'm like, do you want me to help? I'll text our friends. Like we could put it together. I call her on the side after they're done talking. I'm like, Hey, do you want me to help with the guys? I'll get a head count on the guys and their girlfriends and see who's in. And Will's in the background. He goes, all right. He like cats out the bag. Like, like, okay. Like she, I'm like, why did you do that? She goes, whatever. It's not really a surprise. It's what he wants. Goes, okay. I'm like, who else do you want that's not in our immediate group of friends that I wouldn't think of off the top of my head? He gives me X, Y, Z. I put that group text together. He knows what I put in the group text. We went through it, he and I. He then two days later puts in our other group text, Nick, which you did. You're in our other group. You're, it's our friend group text. He put, he put in the group text, 
correcting from Saturday to Friday, which prompted me to go, bro, LOL. Like, as like, cause I had just put all this together on the side. I have our friend Diego, another shout out. We'll give to him. He's like, yo, is this Thursday? Is this Saturday or Friday? I go Friday, I think. And he's now confused. Nick clearly over here was planning on it to be Saturday. He's got Nick's girlfriend. Shout out to her has family in town. Uh, Nick didn't tell me. I asked him last night. He neglected to respond to my text about what songs they were going to sing at the karaoke, the two sisters. But I, I guess I responded. No, you didn't. I guess we'll have to. No, no, oh, don't tell me that. Big softball. Oh, how do, how do you play? Uh, good. How's the how's your how's the team? Is it a more serious team? Any players? This team wearing, is very good. Any team? Any players wearing sixty nine jerseys, not catching balls at second play, second base? Uh, there might be some sixty nine jerseys out there, but no, it's a good team. They won the championship last uh, last year or last oh. season. Nice, nice, nice. That's very. When we played, we I played a couple games. Toss, you played more games than I did. I we got smoked, but I personally received hefty compliments from the umpire of that softball league, who often referred to me as the fastest guy in the league. Yeah, I think that was sarcasm. No, it wasn't. He was he was not a sarcastic guy. He and I got got to be very friendly with one another, as I've only played catcher pretty much. Mm. Mm. Good, good little repartee with the guy. Yeah, you got it. He got was, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chewing was, seeds. He's a real character. That guy was real character. Yeah. He was drunk sometimes too. No, little, wrong you, umpire. Wrong umpire. I, yep. you, maybe the other yeah, the umpire was the other umpire was drunk sometimes. The umpire you're referring to, call you fastest in the league, was the sober one. The oh, nice one. Nice. Well, in that in, in that case, Josh's uh, case there. Wow, you, you yeah, must be really thank, fast, Josh. Thank you, Nick. I used to be not as well. Bet we're getting back to it. I've been stair mastering like a think, mother effer. I think most importantly, Josh and I. <laughs> left the softball league with our hammies intact i was about to say (laughs) and that's knock on wood there if we ever join the league again or or get back to playing softball but that's a tough thing to do let's give another shout out league league took a lot of hamstrings that season age our buddy aj's hamstring went went for not his his hamstring really was not and he's a and he's pretty he's a very fit dude his hamstring was was did did i ever did i ever tell you guys that one time we were playing beach volleyball like soon after that and he rushed it and he retweaked his hammy like playing beach dude that guy has rush it written all over him he like, can't well he's just he can't say no he can't say no he's, he's such an athlete he's an athlete yeah. yeah you look at him you're like oh this guy's athletic like he and, and our other buddy uh peg leg lukoff at this point his leg is have just taken a beating over the last year Seamus One, from family guy basically yeah yeah he's, he, it's, it's tough a hammy and softball and then our other our friend george shout out to him we're just really you know hitting everybody today he tore his achilles inadvertently george did not tore his achilles brandon tore his achilles george was just the way you phrased it was that george tore his own achilles no i meant meant, no george tore brandon's achilles i thought that brandon was like by himself on a basketball court and he like made a turn No, George hit him with a loose pass, and it was it was a bad pass. <laughs> the, <laughs> culprit, Brand- the culprit, <laughs> and Brandon ruptured his Achilles at the hands of George uh, Simpsaya. Um, but yeah, that's we'll we'll update you guys on Friday with whether we're going to karaoke that night. I think I think that'll be the case, or or whether we're going Saturday. Um, some good guests to come this week. Uh, surprise guy tomorrow. Uh, and then shout out Cam Rogers. His dad's joining us for a little 15 to talk about it. Cam Rogers' dad is written a book about bar tips, 
which is only fitting. They're I I've ordered the book on Amazon. It won't come in time by Friday, but there better be some tips about a screwdriver at the airport, uh, which is Cam Rogers, his son's favorite thing to do. Do you guys have, do you guys have a favorite, uh, like a favorite beer, not like brand of beer or type of beer, but like time and place to drink a beer or any alcoholic beverage, like in the airport bar on the slopes at the beach slopes, definitely Slopes. slopes. Yeah. I love going down the mountain, after a, a nice run and then doing a, a beer at the main wow. lodge. A little après ski. Yep. Well, yeah. You are Mr. Aloha. Can I, is that the beach your new favorite or has that always been your favorite place or is it not your favorite place for a beer? Um, I like a, I like a nice lake beer. I think I like a lake beer more than I like a beach beer. Like on a boat? Uh, could be on a dock. Could be on a boat. Either or. Uh, just with a like, nice view, but like a ballpark one. beer. Ooh, a ballpark beer is a really good one. Yeah, mm. any sort of arena beer is is fun too. Um, I'm I'm not a huge airport beer guy. I like I free really... beer. Who doesn't? I, I'm not a huge. I was t- to be honest, like, and this is let it come off as it is. I was never a big beer guy. I this past football season, I was. Uh, but I, up until that point, I was never a massive beer guy. I felt like I definitely dabbled more this past year and i was i definitely met you like one time before we knew each other pretty well and maybe like the second or third time seeing you and you had your hands taped to 40 ounces of beer so i don't buy that well again like our buddy aj i don't really like to say no and that's i'm also... not going to say no to a uh a, a headboard 40 hands that's a completely it's a that's a situation Te- that's also technically a malt liquor right it's a little isn't it different i don't know it's it's a beer technically (laughs) call it a beer call it a beer my point being is it's a game i like like i don't like you guys definitely more than i would like i wouldn't go to the bar and i want to be like i got a beer i'd be like i got a tequila soda but uh, right before right before the game yeah right right oh well you said you guys more than i am calling me out you know what i drank in college no i'm saying now now, like you guys would, you would order, dude. I've been to the bar with you a million times. Like you go, to, you would order a beer before I would for sure. And that's no, I'm not shaming you. I'm just simply saying, like that's just like so would Alex. Like I don't drink a lot of. Not beer saying that we order a beer every single time, but before you, yeah, you no, you you want to put yourself on this pedestal, and the pedestal is someone who doesn't drink beer. Which I'm not, it's not a pedestal. I just think no, I, no, I'm, it's I'm okay. It drink. Is. Hey, yeah. hey, you want to take the high road? You want you want to take Look, the, here, the lower if, cal drink? That's fine. That's cool. I, I need it. Like here, I would, <laughs> I would say, like if I was ordering a drink for you two, I actually would almost lean towards an IPA for Nick. Like if I was trying to, if I was trying to be safe, like a beer, or like an IPA for Nick, I would probably go old fashioned for Alex. That's safe, and, an IPA for me. Or like a beer of sorts. Like, hey, like, you ever see me drink an IPA? I've seen you bring IPAs to how many pregames? That's because he worked at that restaurant who, who, who that had pre, who pre-games with, with IPAs. You would bring them. I don't know, man. Like when we first moved out to LA, that was what you would bring to the pregame. I know you worked there, but well, I mean, I, they I, gave me free beer, so I, I just took what they gave me. Which is which bought. is your which is your favorite? His favorite beer. He already his said favorite, it. Yeah. Which is his favorite? My favorite beer is a beer before the game, right before kickoff, full right. of op- full of optimism. Let's do a quick little guess. Go. What do you think my drink is right now? 
or just like in the last few years, this is what I my go to order. No, I, I feel I've like got I... two. I've got two. I feel like you you do like a tequila soda as well. No, I mean, yeah. I, no, but that's not what he's thinking. Negroni? No. I'm, if I'm going to the bar, but honestly, bar or restaurant, but if I'm going to the bar. Well, you don't mind you don't mind an old fashioned. Alex likes an old fashioned. Old but fashioned. you don't, you like an old fashioned too, old right? Old fashioned's one of them, yep. Okay. If like we're at like a nice cocktail lounge, yeah, I don't yeah, necessarily yeah. know if I'm like at the Victorian getting an old fashioned, but sure, you don't want to. If burn. I'm, you probably you don't want to there. If I'm right. at a place that makes good craft cocktails, or you know, you're you're grabbing drinks with with a crew, or you're at dinner, you know, that has good drinks, old fashioned, definitely, it's always going to be one of my top ones. Number two, close Mar- to tequila, but mezcal, mm. either like a oh. mezcal margarita or like a mezcal cocktail, whatever they have. I'll have to I'll have to send my my mom sent. Sam and I, I think a mezcal like from this like this distillery she had found. I'll have her send some more so we could try some if you like mezcal that much. So Nick, Nick at a at more of a dive like bar type sp- at, a, at a dive bar or a place like the Victorian where you don't necessarily and correct me if I'm wrong here trust like their mezcal that they might have or not going to order an old fashioned. Then what do you get? Um. I, I used to do gin and tonics a lot, but I've kind of got oh, it, really, no, I really, remember that. I remember not really good for your liver. I mean, not not like anything's good for your liver, but that one's really hard on your liver, gin. Um, I mean, there lately, like when I when we're at the Victorian, I'm DJing, so I don't like I, they give me drink tickets. I usually give them away, and then I'll I'll get beer there when I'm when I'm playing Victorian because I don't want to you know go too heavy. Um, yeah, and then at that point, it's like you know what they have there is like. Estrella Jalisco or Stella or something like that. I'm a big Stella nice. guy. I like prefer a draft over a bottle, though, to be honest. I do like dark, like uh, like porters and stouts. stouts. Yep. And then I love, 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 love. Like my favorite beer would be like a nutty, like brown ale. Okay. I like, yeah, I'm, I like light. I like, I either like very light or stouts. I don't like the middle ground. I don't like IPAs, um, but I do. I love a Guinness though. Guinness is great. Yeah. I think the IPA thing has come and gone for a while. When I was working in restaurants for a while and it was like, we had 50 beers on tap at the pizza place I worked at. And when I worked at Firestone, I was, you know, a server there, their uh, brewery. IPAs were such a big craze and everyone wanted to get like all the funky triple double IPAs. And I just don't see anyone ordering or drinking that anymore. Not that I work at restaurants anymore, but just like, immediate friend yeah. group or just people that we hang out with. It's yeah. Cooled off a little bit. You know, I, I think that uh, now 14 and a half minutes in, I think it's pretty evident that we're in the second week of July and there's not as much going on in sports as there. Yeah. But like, I, I have stuff that I want to discuss, yeah, but yeah, I want to, yeah, I want to, no, I want to, I want to keep going with you guys. What are the, cause Nick, you just got my wheels turning. Cause I agree with you. What are just like, I know we have had no time to prep this, so I'm not expecting amazing answers it's here. fine, but we like organic conversations. Who doesn't love it? What would you guys say are the, the maybe your top, we love a list too, top five things that have like, and we could kind of list them all out and then make a top five if we have to. Just word vomit, top things that have cooled off <laughs> over the last five years, like uh, food items. Fidget spinners. Mm. Um. 
you could do better. But the IPA was a great start. Uh, Avo toast. That was what I was. Uh, Wordle. Great, Nick. People were doing Wordle every day. I haven't done it since the password game because I had to. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think uh, our our buddy Mark Bergen does Wordle still every day. Shout um, out to him. Yeah. I'm not surprised. He's an intellectual man. Yeah, or looks keeps, at least. Keeps his, brain, keeps his brain sharp. The gentleman and a scholar, for sure. Okay, uh, IPA, Avo Toast, Wordle, Brussels sprouts, are those... Are those no, cool? I, th- I think sprouts are very much still in. Still Good. in, for sure. Okay. Brussels sprouts were not just a trend. They were like a thing. Okay, great. Love that for Brussels sprouts. Um, they, had staying, they had real, like, true staying power. Mm-hmm. And and they're they're still here. Yeah, I had a bad avo toast a couple of weeks ago from a good restaurant. I don't remember the restaurant, but I remember the avo toast being. I remember the restaurant being really good, and the avo toast being just absolutely mid city. Not the uh, restaurant being mid city, but like right, <laughs> right. The restaurant was in mid city. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Josh? Amuse- you tell me. This is this amusement is parks. Thing. This is kind of your thing, but overnight oats? Are we out on overnight oats? What's the deal? I definitely. I'm. I haven't had them in a while since I tortured our again the birthday I boy. Think, I think they're still kind of in. Overnight uh, oats. I like overnight it. oats. You do overnight oats. Yeah, my girlfriend does. Oh, hey, Brett. <laughs> every day. <laughs> nice. For the past ten years, she's been doing overnight oats. Oh, I have one. Uh, I have one in my room. It was big for me. The pandemic. I got hurt a little bit with it, so I kind of tapered Peloton. off. Oh, the tons. Peloton. Although they pivoted though, and I think their app, not necessarily like just the cycling, but I think a lot of people still use their app for like yoga, running. They have so many other workouts. This is not a sponsored ad for for Peloton here, but I do think that they, because they're multi-use outside of just the bike, I'd, I'd agree with you. I think the bike's cooled off, but I think Peloton has stayed prevalent. Okay, it has cool. a has a mirror, which is the the Lululemon workout um, mm-hmm. device. It's just a big mirror and uh, displays like a, a workout video in front of you, like through the mirror and That's it's cool. connected through an app. Yeah, pretty cool. I've seen those when I go into Lulu. I'm always enticed. I'm like, how do yeah. I get one of these? She uses it like almost every day. Yeah. That's really? Yeah. Are, hey. uh, are, are kettlebells out a little bit? Kettlebells? Hold on, guys. I'm going to go deal with this dog. You guys keep going with the list right here. Give me, give me two getting, seconds. Getting dogs, dogs barking. So dog out. barking is never in. Never never in, but not not done for sure. People are definitely still getting dogs. Like oh yeah, I, I think I'm gonna get a dog soon. Me too. Any uh, any breeds that you're like, okay, this is a stay away. Are a you stay locked? Away? Are you We're locked, locked in on breed. a few breeds? We're locked into our breed. What is it? It's called the Basenji. A Basenji. I'm gonna yep. have to look this one up. What's like? Yeah. What's it close uh, to? They kind of look like little foxes. Um, I think they're like known as African hunting dogs originally. Mm. Uh, they are very intelligent free thinking dogs that have the capability of manipulating their owners and being escape artists so you know okay. and I were like challenge accepted um that. they're super cute they don't bark they yodel uh they don't shed which is nice especially yeah, short, definitely short haired i'm looking them up right now short hair yeah very uh regal and majestic um but they're also super affectionate and loyal too so we uh we want our little boy to be named bevo Bevo, yeah, wonder what, burnt orange. Wonder, wonder why? Yeah, they are. They've got a nice Bevo coloring. They look like a. They're like a cute dog, but they're not too small, and they're also they look they're pretty medium, athletic. Yeah. They look pretty yep. athletic too. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely fast. They're definitely yeah. lean. Um, this is a good like, pick. 
can protect you, but also at the same time, like probably can't. <laughs> right. They're not like that big. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're probably like, what, but like no one's going to mess with like 30, 40 pounds. when she's on a walk, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Basenji named Bevo coming soon. What about you? Uh, um, I'm not as locked in on a brand or not brand <laughs> locked in on a breed. Um, I, I mean, it's tough because the climate in California kind of takes some yeah, dog dictates out yeah. of the mix. Like you don't want I'm a husky, not, which is like what I've always wanted. Mute. <laughs> always wanted a husky, you know, since I've wanted a dog. Um, but unfortunately, it's just not the right climate for a husky. But the one I know, I know I'm watching just threw up. So there you go. That's because it's hot out. God, it, is, it is hot out and it needs it probably needs to get a haircut that's a good call yeah and it doesn't eat that much um did i miss anything did you guys listen anything you do do you rip on a doggy tangent no nick is gonna get a basenji named bevo um so yeah soon right uh probably within the next six months no six seven months their breeding period is like november december so we were on a wait list last year and then we just had some moving expenses we had to take care of so we pushed it back a year. So I think we would get the dog between like January and March. Mm. Nice. It's, good. it's a good time to get a dog. I've heard it's a birthday yeah. dog for you, Nicholas. Um, cool. Gents. We played uh what's the title says it all. The next dog is going to be a hall of fame dog. So let's talk a little hall of fame. Um, we'll, we'll start with what the believe news has been lately. Barry bonds, uh, something that Nick has been steadfast on. Alex, I don't remember your stance. Forgive me. I have been a little wavery, leaning no. Barry Bonds to the Hall of Fame has been hot in the news. Jerry Harrison's new show, Stephen Bishop's new show, Hollywood uh, Swingin' Hollywood. I'm sorry for giving me the title. Hollywood, Hollywood Swingin'. Swingin'. And Hollywood, Stephen Bishop, I, for those who don't know, uh, he played David Justice in Moneyball. And he's been, oh, in, he's been in other stuff as well. Um, love that out of him. Yeah. He did a good job in that. I thought that was like that was a he good. Did. He did a good job in that in, the, in that movie. Very cool role to play. Uh, Hollywood swinging. I knew it wasn't Hollywood swingers, so I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to say it wrong. Uh, Hollywood swinging. Uh, the boys. <laughs> different podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah, that would have been an interesting one to see Mr. Bonds on. <laughs> Bit of a shock out of there. Uh, have you got? What do you? How do you guys feel? Hall of Fame or no? I've been doing some more reading on it. Uh, I think the biggest thing that he brought up and that should be brought up in his case, at least is that he was proven innocent. Like there's, there was no proof that he did it. It's just presumption that, Hey, like a 37 year old man can hit 73 home runs. Yeah. I'm with them. I really am because there are guys that are in the hall of fame today that did test positive. For example, your guy, your, uh, um, uh, David Ortiz, you know, uh, it was early in his career, and I think that's kind of uh, the opposite here, right? Like people ask if if Fernando Tatis has a shot still because he got caught, but yeah, I mean he did it when he was 23 years old, like so early in his career. He's got plenty of time to you know rewrite the the narrative for himself. Um, the thing with Barry though is like he never tested positive, never got necessarily caught. You know, nothing was proven, so it's kind of like uh, how are you supposed to? you know, exclude someone without knowing for sure that this happened, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, it's I'm like arresting them, someone for a crime and then not letting them go, even though you still don't have proof. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a great way of looking at it. I definitely 
the back and forth, there's a lot of different arguments that are thrown out there. I think one that I'm with you, Nick, by the way, I think he should be uh, granted access into the hall of fame. I think he deserves it. I think his numbers are there. Obviously that's never in question. Um, I think one of the arguments that I find funny uh, for people that are pro him getting into the hall of fame is like his numbers before he started using were so good. He would have gotten to the hall of fame anyway. Like, Mm -hmm. It's not that I disagree with that, but like it's kind of irrelevant. Um, I, like to me, that should have no that should have no place into why someone was admitted or not admitted because they prior to them using steroids. I think it's more important that like he put up the numbers that he put up, and he was never admonished while he was playing. He, they never like there were no handcuffs slapped on him. He didn't, it it was nothing was illegal. It it was the league's job to regulate that. It is the league's job to regulate any sort of performance enhancing drugs and whether or not they want to say they are legal or illegal. And they didn't act fast enough while that was all going on. Like we know, we know the case with, with McGuire and Sosa and Palmero and Canseco and like all these other guys. And that was after the fact that was after bonds had hung it up. So I just, I think that like, And whether you like, there's still an argument at play, even if he did get caught while he was using steroids where he, he still should have been in the hall of fame anyway. Like, I think you still have to do it right. You still have to go out there. You still have to hit all those home runs. You still have to, to win all those games. And he's one of the best baseball players we've ever seen in our life. Um, And I think just from the context of like what the sport is and the history of the sport, not to acknowledge that, by putting him in the hall of fame is a mistake because in 50 years, if Barry Bonds wasn't in the hall of fame, you know, people aren't really going to be talking about that anymore. They're not gonna be talking about Barry Bonds at all. They, they might mention him in the, in the true historians of the sport might say like, Hey, don't forget about this Barry Bonds guy. But that's kind of all we have to a certain point is these, these records that we've put together and these institutions like the hall of fame and every sport that we talk about. Um, and, and to me, it's just, it's important that he's represented in there because he played at a level that deserves to be recognized. The one thing about baseball that I think, you know, is deeply flawed. And there's a lot of things, but one of the big ones is how personal sometimes these writers and just like the league makes it of punishing someone, you know, Um, obviously some guys that are more likable get another opportunity. They get, um, you know, more favor, but if the writers or or whoever you know is a part of the decision making and whatever it may be have some grudge against you or don't like you as a person or whatever that may be they really hold it against you no matter what the numbers are you know i mean like this is different but this year tatis probably should have made the all-star game and he's still getting punished for for this the uh, steroid use and of course, he served his suspension. He served his time. He came back, made all the necessary adjustments to come back. And you know, he's winning the fans over. He's third right now in jersey sales and all of Major League Baseball. Um, all the games that I've gone to this year at Petco Park and you know at Dodger Stadium, I'm, I mean, Dodger fans boo him, whatever. But at Petco Park, everyone's cheering their butts off for him, probably louder than anyone on the team. I mean, he's won the fans back for sure. The best player. Um, yeah. I mean, most exciting player. And I think a lot of players, you know, still believe that, but he definitely paid the price. But with Barry, it's like he wants to be in the Hall of Fame. There's a there's a difference between 
Kurt Schilling, who's like, yeah, I don't even give a crap. I don't care. Right. He's, he's an asshole. Like people don't, don't want to put him in, you know? And I think with Barry, like he, he actually wants to get in. And I think a lot of the time these people are just saying, you know, you know what, like just because you want to, doesn't mean we're going to let you in. You know, we have a grudge against you because of this whole scandal that went down, you know, and no, you weren't ever a cop, but I know you did it. So, and you lied to us. So I think there's something there that, you know, needs to change a little bit within just like how writers get people in because it's kind of a popularity contest at points. There's guys that are in here that like, you know, are fringe that maybe like shouldn't be in or like, you know, like they've had a fine enough career, but you know, they, they're just in because they were liked more. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's really, I'm like writing guys down as like, you're, we're talking, you know, and, there's also levels to it is my, but I think I, I would say is like the biggest issue. Like you have like your guys, if you're saying like, all right, bonds hasn't been caught. Clemens was not caught. Clemens is in the same boat as bonds. He was, you know, acquitted in, in you know, in, in front of the jury, Paul Miro was chilling and then he failed the test in 05. And that completely wiped Paul Miro. Paul Miro, by the way, who was 500 home runs and 3000 hits. Not many dudes, you know, accomplish that. Yep. Very didn't even accomplish that. Sosa is an all-time cheater. The, the, the roids, the cork bat. McGuire's admitted to it, despite I don't know if he needed it or not. Probably, obviously, to get to the 60, 70 home plus home runs. But you know, he's a rookie of the year. He started using it. Ortiz, you bring up, and why Tatis probably has a better shot. It's like sometimes it's like, what have you done for me lately? And like Ortiz was the face of the Red Sox coming back to promise. He was also the face of the Boston, you know, when the Boston bombing occurred, he was the face of that, you know, not Brady, not anybody in the Celtics. The face of that was David Ortiz in Boston. He became as, you know, accomplished as Tom Brady was. Like when you think of Boston sports in the 21st century, you think of David Ortiz synonymously because he represents Boston sports as much, if not as more than anybody. Um, That's why I think he got his pass. A-Rod was riddled with it, got caught at the end of his career and got caught in lies. Ryan Braun got caught in lies and accusations against people. Cano, Manny Ramirez, like whether they did it at the beginning of their careers or not, doesn't matter because at the end of their careers, it's like, what again, what have you done for me lately? They get well, caught. Cano got caught, caught multiple times. So that's a different story. Yeah. At the end of his career though, like Manny got caught at the end. Like, you know, you have guys like Sheffield, like, like the, the, these guys, like you don't know, it feels weird because we view them as great players. Like it feels weird. Like Andrew Jones, I feel was, you know, thrown into the mix as well, like by association. Like, you know, it's, it's tough to kind of go through and know who really did it and who really, you know, didn't. Like Piazza had all the accusations, but for one reason or another, he bypassed them and made the Hall of Fame. Like Andrew Jones is a 10-time gold glover five-time all-star he's got 400 plus home runs like if that's not a hall of fame career then what is uh oh mark bergen wow mark i don't even know if you got you knew you got mark you got a shout out uh earlier in the show mark bergen uh no offense there's accomplishments but i'm going to tell my grandkids about harold bain instead of barry bonds and sammy so so one of them's a hall of famer make it make sense um good for you for being a baseball historian mark we love that harold baines deserves to be remembered for sure great hitter Barry Bonds, though, steroids or no steroids, the walks, the intentional walks, the home runs, the monstrous feats, 
the when he was in Pittsburgh averaging 36 and 36. I think the biggest point and a reason why I railed against guys like him and guys like Clemens and any, and especially a guy like Arod for so long is they didn't need to do it. Those guys didn't need to go out and take steroids. Barry Bonds is already an MVP. Like Clemens was already an MVP and a Siam. Yeah, I mean, look, this is no disrespect to again, Josh. I'm glad that you mentioned and gave the shout out to Harold Baines that he deserves, and I'm glad Mark did too. Mark, give it to Mark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and. I'm a massive fan of Harold Baines. When I think about just in my viewing experience, watching the sport of baseball, the most exciting times I've had watching any other player outside my own team. And I support the Texas Rangers is watching Barry Bonds. And that's just, that's just how I feel about it. And that would be the things that I bring up. If I'm talking to my grandkids about what was the most exciting times watching baseball. And it was watching him, take a home run 490 feet into the water and another guy <laughs> mark yeah yeah i didn't but i oh. you know acknowledging now that what mark was saying is sarcastic is is important but um i still stand by what i'm saying like i the guy was he was incredible to watch and it's the same feeling like right now is how i feel about joey otani you know and and thankfully as far as we know, Shohei Otani isn't using things that are enhancing his performance, but those are the two most exciting baseball players I've ever watched in my life. Ken Griffey is probably third. Shohei is using superpowers. He's, He's using, not from this planet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, I and think... that's, but, but just think like, that's what I think about down the road is like what I want to remember baseball as is what makes me most excited to watch it. And Barry Bonds watching pitchers be so scared of him was like incredibly entertaining. It made me want to turn on the TV and turn on a Giants game just to see yeah. what was going on. Walking him with the bases loaded, like, come on, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely, it's completely unheard of. And it, I'm sorry, for Mark, for not understanding your sarcasm. Apologies. I just took you for a very, it was a compliment to you. I took you to be a very noble dude who maybe could be a baseball purist. But, you know, shame on me for, for making a presumption. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely have softened my stance on it over the years. Um and but at that point to me though it's like we can't prove everybody we've had guys you know close to us i mean tell us that 80 percent, 90 percent of the league were doing it so at that point it's like who are the 10 percent? like we're going to go on a wild goose chase like the only person i'm i'm you know willing to stake my baseball life on is ken griffey jr not doing it um because he could have easily done it to you know overcome the injuries but if you're going to put Clemens in, if you're going to put Bonds in, then you got to open the doors for, for Manny. But to the point, like, yeah, of course, I'm going to tell my kids about Manny Ramirez and David Ortiz. Like, those are the best Red Sox. Like, those are the yeah. best Red Sox players. Like, you know. So if you're going to put Bonds in, fine. But you got to put in A-Rod. You got to put in Clemens. You know, maybe – or you say the guys that were proven or the guys that didn't admit, like – I don't know because then what Sheffield gets punished for admitting he did it in 2002 with while living with Barry Bonds. You know, if you're gonna put the steroid guys in, put them in. Like if one, not not it can't just be one. Palmero's got to go. Sosa, McGuire, uh, Cano, Arod, all these guys got to go. In my opinion. Yep. Yeah, a list for us, yeah. I do have a list for you guys right now. I'm pulling it up. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna shift gears. Do you guys want current players or former players in the NFL? Um, I don't know. You pick. Um, let's go. 
Let's go. Let's go. Former players first. Guys that are not in the Hall of Fame yet. Uh, I'm gonna throw uh, a graphic by the 33rd team. Shout out to them. They put out really cool stuff. Um, they did lock likely or possibly. I'm just gonna go Hall of Fame or not for football players. Guys that have not been inducted into the Hall of Fame yet, but but, but could potentially be inducted. And you'd have to give me a second or two. But if you want. Um, I could pull up their stats. Um, I'll, I'll get the first guy I think you might have questions on ready, um, and I'll get that geared up, and then we'll just kind of go from there. Okay. Julius Peppers, Hall of Famer now. Uh, yeah, I think he is. I think he did it yeah. for a while at a high level. Um, defensive end, also super valuable position to that defense. Um, meant a lot to Chicago and meant a lot to Carolina. So – and even when he was in Green Bay, right? Yeah, he was. He's good all over the place, and he was. The, I think he's got a national championship at North Carolina for as the sixth man for their basketball team, uh, which is always an interesting. Yeah, really. Hall, two two thousands Hall of Fame team and twenty tens Hall of Fame team. Like I don't really know what what else more he he would have had to have done. You know, three time All Pro. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best guys on the edge to, that we've watched in our lifetime um, mm-hmm. um let me go to the next three gates suggs vinatieri gates yes uh terrell suggs yes vinatieri yes i think all three yeah i think gates uh, i mean he's first all time in touchdowns for a tight end um sure doesn't have the yards that the other guys do um, and probably not like the physical dominance that like Gronk and and Kelsey do, but yeah, I, th- I think consistency also goes a long way, right? Being on the same team for your entire career um, with the Chargers, and uh, yeah, I mean, if you just look at the touchdown numbers, I think that says it for itself. Mm. Suggs, Vinatieri, toss, yeah, for you. Yeah, I mean, Suggs won two Super Bowls. Vinatieri won four. Um, two of the more decorated guys at their positions uh, in regards to accolades, but uh, not only individual, but also team um, getting mm-hmm. it done and going all the way. And, you know, that's kind of the one knock against Gates, but like Nick said, the, the individual stats are there, right? Mm-hmm. He's a yeah. Top uh, five tight end of all, of all time. So Gates is a no kind of has to be a hall of famer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's run the gauntlet here. Guys. I think will automatically be yeses. Tom drew Fitzgerald Gronk Watt. Yep. Down the line. Great. Um, Frank Gore. Yes. Correct. Yeah. I mean, okay. he played, he played so long at a position that has such a short shelf life. No way to look at it. I like that. Um, big Ben AP. Yes. And yes. Big Ben won multiple Super Bowls. played for his entire career for Pittsburgh, you know, probably top three stealer of all time. Yeah, you say that. Um, I mean, Adrian Peterson's a top ten running back of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, of all those guys that you just listed, is is JJ Watt the most on the fence? No, I think he's. I think he's a he's a first ballot. He was so dominant when he played. I mean, injuries aside, but like defensive player of the year multiple times. Um, did a lot for the community of Houston. I mean, I know that. We're talking about like David Ortiz and what he did for, you know, uh, Boston, but 
JJ did a lot for Houston, especially like during their their hurricanes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of very, very good points being brought. People up. love him too. Yeah, he's yeah, a, he's very, you know. very well liked. He just doesn't have the same longevity as the rest of those guys that you mentioned. But that's the only reason why I was felt the need to bring it up. But he's a three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Which is yeah, more, I mean, I think we, I think we put him in the categories of like Lawrence Taylor. Aaron Donald, Reggie White, like greatest defensive players of all time category. Love that. Um, let's get, a, I guess, a little tougher. Uh, Luke Keekley. Uh, no. Do you want to see the stats? Yeah, give us give us the stats there. He's a seven-time pro bowler. Five-time all-pro. You know, unfortunately... Player, defense player, defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Okay. I think it's close. I think it's one of those. I think football is easier than it is with baseball. Like, there's a certain amount of guys that they let in every single year, no matter what. Baseball, it's like if they don't get the same amount of, they don't get the right amount of percentage of votes, like they can have no one in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. So he has a shot. Okay. Just didn't play long enough. Maybe that's fair. Played with um, the same team the whole time, though. I think, you know, you mentioned, obviously, the importance of Peppers to Carolina. Keekley to Carolina. I mean, he's one of the all-time Panthers, and it's a it's a newer franchise. So, um, for those reasons, like, maybe that gives him a little bit of a, of a bump. Yeah. Yeah. What about, um, okay, Rivers, Eli Manning, uh, Jason Witten? Yes to all three. I mean, um, not much needs to be said. I mean, Rivers, yes, doesn't have the rings, but has the stats, you know, was the face of that franchise for a long time. Eli's got two rings, and he's a Manning. You know, the Mannings are all supposed to be there. And then uh, what, what was the other one? Witten. Jason Witten. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, he's right there with Gates. Yeah. Antonio Brown. Nope. It goes back to my argument of people not liking the person over the play. What he did on the field was amazing, but he has tore his legacy apart with what he's done off the field. It's an all-time debacle. Toss? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with Nick, but I think his he's a Hall of Fame caliber player. Are they really going to allow him to make a speech in front of people at a hall, a hall of him acceptance speech? There's no way they want him on stage to talk in front of people. What's he going to say? No, yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, Eric Berry. No, fortunately, no. Too short of a career. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with with Nick on that one. Have we seen from 2013 to like 2018, 2019? Is there a receiver that we've seen in our lifetime that's had a more dominant stretch than Antonio Brown? Uh, I mean, Calvin Johnson for a while was like getting triple covered every game. Randy's season, <laughs> in, Randy's Randy. big season in New England, Julio. Yeah. I mean, J- JJ Cooper Cup, this last Cooper Cup season. No, I'm talking about, but I'm talking about the sustained dominance wow. over like five. Th- six-year chunk yeah um, I, I would I mean, say i would say calvin before he 
retired just looking at his numbers but we'll, we'll see what jj is able to do these next couple of uh years i mean he's he's got the the first few years under his belt of being dominant mm-hmm. yeah i mean he's in the right track uh Brandon yeah, he, had six, he had he had six years in a row where he had over 1250 yards receiving he's a top five receiver ever and calvin only had three in a row i'm just talking about like stints where i mean i just recall like from a fantasy perspective right this doesn't mean everything but um just something else to throw in the mix like he was the one one for four straight years no question it's rice moss Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, like for me, those are the best. Megatron, those are the best five. Like AB is that. AB was he's sick in the red zone too. I mean, he had like one year like fifteen touchdowns. Like, dude's ridiculous. Uh, Brandon Marshall, I think that's a fifty-fifty. Give me, give me. I need a yay or a nay. Uh, you want stats? I see. I know the stats. Uh, I. I'm going to say no right off the bat. I think there's another thing, a little piece of people not liking him as much as well. He had some domestic violence stuff in his past that people have forgot about. Um, he's rewritten himself, you know, as a great broadcaster and doing I'm Athlete. Um, but, I mean, there's still a little bit of things that are kind of buried back there. And under 100 touchdowns is tough. Okay. Get over 100 touchdowns, I would say maybe. But I'm with you. No, Brandon, no Ocha, no Brandon Marshall for me. If Ocho's not making it, B. Marsh is not making it. Oh, okay. Um, Toss, are you in agreement? Yeah, yeah, I'm in agreement. Um, last three. LaShawn McCoy, Greg Olson, and Richard Sherman. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, yes. Greg Olson, no. Richard Sherman, yes. If I'm going to say McCoy, yes. I'm going to say Greg Olson, yes. Now, I don't necessarily know when it's going to happen, but I think by the time he has a decently tenured broadcasting career, I think he's one of the best out there, and he's very early in his career. I think that'll have impact, and his his ultimate legacy to the game um, will be amplified by his broadcasting career. Mm-hmm. And Sherman, I crazy to say I don't know about that one. Like, do you want, do you, want not, do you have it up or you want to say? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like the Legion of Boom won a Super Bowl, five-time Pro Bowl or three-time All-Pro. I'd say compared to the other guys that we've said are going in, I'd, I'd say he's right there. Yeah, him and Keek. I would take Keekly over him, but yeah, I, I, also I think I, you got to also consider positionally too. Like, it's one of the hardest positions to play in football, you know, and to sustain it at a high rate too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's very few guys at the cornerback position that are considered elite and he's one of them. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, gentlemen, really good stuff. Really good hall of fame talk. Uh, We're a bit out of time. So uh, I have a lot uh, to go. um, I have a lot to go off of uh, going forward uh, for the guys that we'll be using for current players. Uh, we'll do that next time we have avail- availability to do so maybe Friday. Uh, so very exciting stuff. And then fans out there listening, joining, however you're viewing Fubo TV, YouTube, our podcast, or on Twitter, drag both feet and bounce, swing a full count, rip that puck at that putt. It's your PKs because they free and hit your free throws. Why guys? Because they're free.
that they are. We actually love ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.